You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's After Show. Hey, Almost Human fans. Uh, hey. We're here doing the Almost Human After Show. You just watched Almost Human. You want to listen to other people talk about it. You want to talk about it. We're here talking about episode 103. Are you receiving? Are you receiving? I don't know. I'm Matt Lieberman, and joining me on the panel this week are Megan Salinas. Hey, everybody. And Mr. Ryan Hooks. Hey, what's up? Ryan Hooks here, and I am receiving. You are receiving? In. Awesome. Uh, I just want to give a shout-out to our dear friend Zach Wilson, who's one of the hosts on the show. He had to go home to New York a bit early for the Thanksgiving. Uh, well, and it sucks because it's snowing in New York, and it's mm. 70 degrees here in sunny California. <laughs> yes. Enjoy. Suck on that. But we have a prepared statement from Mr. Wilson uh, that I would like to read. Uh, Matt, I've gone to New York to investigate information that suggests my parents have been replaced by synthetic counterparts. If you not hear from me by next week's show, please, for your own safety, safety, do not attempt to find me. Certainly do not look into this burgeoning group known as the Syndicate. Happy Thanksgiving. Best, Zach Wilson. I think that we should definitely look into it if he doesn't come back. I think we should look into it, too. That sounds way too suspicious for that to not be looked into. I mean, Thanksgiving is already stressful enough, and yeah. you, you throw on ro- robot duplicates on top of that. and that's I'd like just... to have synthetic parents. <laughs> Why? Because they can have selective super speed when climbing up elevator ropes? They can route phone calls to my Bluetooth? Yeah, just by looking at you and pointing. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so that would be nice to have call waiting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I had a lot of fun with this episode. It was basically is Die Hard. We we got <laughs> Die Hard with Kenix and Dorian uh, instead of uh, McLean and uh, the dad from Family Matters, uh, Reginald Bill Johnson. <laughs> and without Hans Gruber, I'm afraid. And without Hans Gruber, but wow. we did. We got the guy who was essentially our Hans Gruber in this episode. He plays Dewey Crow on Justified, and I love that show. So it was always it was cool to see him. Uh, but I thought it was it was fun. It was light. Uh, we got more Kenix Dorian banter and uh, just like lots of good action. And it was a twisty heist plot. What'd you guys think? Go ahead. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I thought that you know the whole um, hostage situation as a distract distraction was actually not a bad plan. Um, but yeah, I, just the back and forth between the two of them as they're going up the stairs mm-hmm. and everything that was really cool and fun to see. Um, and the bit with the coffee, I had. Yeah, nobody will, messes with my coffee warmer. My coffee. <laughs> yeah, with my. I think if we warmer. had a man on a ledge, the plot would have been complete. But you know, the distracting high situation was fun, and you and know. It, it, it is it is the plot of Die Hard. The plot of Die Hard is they look like they're a nationalist <laughs> group and they're taking hostages, but they're really just trying to steal stuff. Isn't I mean, it is Die Hard. <laughs> um, but I think it's a testament to the cast of this show and the strength of the writing that even though uh, the majority of the show took place in a stairwell, it was still phenomenally entertaining. Very well. Like, we could watch them climb upstairs for almost an hour, <laughs> and it was still a hell of a lot of fun. 
John wasn't even winded. Yeah. I get winded if I go up two flights of stairs. Well, I don't know how he went we up We saw how slow flights. they were walking. By the time they were on the eighth floor, they were like creeping up real slow, mm-hmm. covering every floor, and then they got shot at. Yeah. But, well, you can't get tired when you oil up your leg all nice. Yeah, he didn't have a Greek salad. He, nice olive oil. He is that olive oiled up that leg. Um, so I want to I want to start by by talking about uh, by about Kenix. He's warmed up to Dorian like almost entirely. He's warmed up to him up to 165 degrees. Uh, the temperature <laughs> that he likes his coffee. Exactly. You know, and they're like, they're bickering like an old married couple, but the gruffness is kind of gone. Mm-hmm. It's disappeared really fast. Um, and I know in this episode, John gains new respect for Dorian, you know, with Dorian willing to sacrifice himself for these hostages. You know, I, I think that that his, John's definition of what an android is and what they can feel and what they can do and their definition of heroism. I think it changes every week as he continues to be impressed by Dorian. But I guess my question is, is this uh, change in their relationship happening too quickly? Like, is it earned, do you think? I, I, it is a little quicker, but at the same time, I don't really mind. Um, because if it, if it was a gruffer sort of relationship and it took maybe three more episodes or whatever to, for them to really warm up to each other, for John to warm up to Dorian. I, I don't think it would be as much fun to watch, honestly. Yeah. And I yeah. like seeing characters play well off each other, and I like seeing that mutual respect there. And so I, I'm okay with it. It might have been a little quick, but honestly, I'm okay with it. We're into our buddy cop, you know, uh, sci-fi comedy drama. I think, yeah, I think it needed to happen fast because – you're going to see this in continuing episodes that this relationship is going to keep building and it's going to keep being funnier and funnier every single week with them interacting with each other. You're going to have that like Sherlock Watson thing where they're just finishing each other's sentences and you know it's going to be funny to watch them, but then all this this explosions and drama is going to be going on around them. So you need that right away so that they can drive the plot in other areas. I half expected them as they were walking into the police station at the end and everyone's clapping. They just high five. High five. Yeah. <laughs> freeze frame high freeze. five. Just the newsies <laughs> high five and freeze mm-hmm. at the end. Totally. No, high five. And then we just spin around Matrix style. <laughs> but like, you know, there was very little budget. This, this is episode. the future. Anything can happen. It's true. Uh, and it like, I'm getting... I'm getting kind of like weird flashbacks to season five of Fringe, which was set in the future, but the tone in this is far more fun, and it feels like season five of Fringe was basically 13 episodes of fetch quests, whereas (laughs) I'm like, there's still a whole new world to be explored here. And I think you're right. Like, yes, his, his prejudice towards synthetics probably ran a little deeper than the show is giving it credit, but... We want to just see them have fun. We don't want to be mired down in in Kenix's dour demeanor. He can't just be sad all the time. Yeah, yeah especially I mean, especially on a broadcast show where we don't have five episodes to like you know get to warm up to an antihero. We we want to we need to get on board now right. before the ratings fall. This is on Fox, people. We need to be on alert at all times. And honestly, if I want to see him be a sour cop, I'll just go watch Dread. Yeah. Done. Yeah, there we go. Go watch that for an hour and a half and then watch this to lighten the mood. Yeah. So we we come into this hostage situation. uh, And like, okay, first of all, the the woman at the top, she's like, you know, I like my locks the old-fashioned way. Did anyone else think, like, that that was going to come into play somehow? Not really, no. Really? 
I thought that, like, since they're trapped in the building and that's, like, the one door <laughs> with, like, an ordinary lock, you know, a, this is just because I, I, I do improv. It's like when you do improv, you look for the first unusual thing and you jump Boom, on it. lock, yeah. Yeah, you know, or, like, Chekhov, Chekhov's gun, the smoking gun. It's, it's Chekhov's lock. I feel like it just made us have a... A sadness for when the security guard got shot. Because see this little like flirty moment. Yeah, where they're, that was more. They're what like, I thought oh, it was. hey, you left your keys. Let me get them for you. Mm-hmm. I got shot. <laughs> you know. And I Did he there... say that? No, no, he did. That was not. That was <laughs> hey, I got these keys dialogue. for you. Also, I got shot. I doth bleed. Thought, uh, yeah, Fox. I doth bleed I, for you. I wanted to see more though, maybe with her, like in, if she was in the hostage situation or something, because she was sad he got shot. I, we developed. I actually a like thought that was supposed to be more of just like a little character trait for her. I and I figured that she was obviously going to be an important part of the yeah. episode, and I thought that was just supposed to be a, a reflection of the kind of person she is. She's an old. Old-fashioned kind of girl. Yeah, hiding no in more. closets, <laughs> hiding in closets while her sister cries. And oh, well, like she got, she crept into that room super smoothly, and, and then dropped her phone in that pile super smoothly awesome. again. Um, I had someone uh, direct message me on Twitter asking about like how were they able to call each other inside the building when the communications yeah. were dampened. And I just want to say, it's inside the building. It couldn't leave the building, so it works. Just right. just, just go. Well, he had that line where he said, that the calls are being routed to me because I'm the only receiver that functions because I'm inside the building. Yeah. So, um, And who didn't love Ken X's uh, uh, fake drop call ploy with Maldonado? <laughs> uh, 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 Christmas. Uh, Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah. So let's see. We they're they're in the building. We've got uh, the fake terrorists are doing demands. We got face makers straight out of Mission Impossible, uh, which I thought were pretty cool and and put to great use when Kenick showed up on the twenty fifth floor. Um, yep. I love that reveal. Uh, how do we feel about Dorian just having special powers? <laughs> um, super speed? Yeah! <laughs> like, he's just climbing up the rope super fast, and he's climbing through the duck super fast, and he's cl- clambering over to his gun super fast. Like, I didn't know he had super speed. Is that just when he's got a hole in his head, or what? He's a robot. It's hard to say. <laughs> I mean, they can do anything. Because if you think back to episode two, when he was when they're busting into the police station, and Kenix comes through, and they're shooting at that guy... And then he just comes through and he's getting shot like ten times, and then Kenix pops up and kills him. Mm-hmm. So, so Dorian is invincible, apparently. <laughs> I really hope that this that it doesn't become a thing where every episode they get into a firefight and Dorian gets shot like ten times and doesn't die and doesn't nothing happens. die. Yeah. Well, he almost died in this episode, and I, I really loved that beat at the end when uh, when they're in the when they're in the car and and he's like you know he's like thank you I was afraid of dying and he talked about this this ice fishing story which like I don't know I thought it was gonna come out that that was like that that was BS and something that like that I thought that too yeah that it wasn't true that he said it to make uh, I think her name was Jenna yeah to Jenna, Jenna was the sister better. Jenna was the sister so, uh, wait um, her, it was played by Emily Rios I know I always know actors names not character names never 
Yeah. I wrote it down somewhere. Ryan. Page. 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 There we Jenna go. reunited yeah. at the end. Yes, Page. And like, who else thought when Page went up to Kenex at the end that she was just like, like, uh, do you want to have dinner sometime? Or? <laughs> I was waiting for it. Yeah, she had like the just overcome look on her face. She was <sighs> average height, right? Mm-hmm. That, that works. That, that's, uh, that's his type of girl, average height. Average height, brunette, <laughs> soul-searching eyes. You know, passionate about her job. Call me. Yeah. Oh, boy. Call me. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> and we learned that Kenick sleeps with his leg off. Yeah. Which is which is fine. <laughs> I have no problem with that. He has to charge his leg. Well, I'm, I'm kind of a nerd, so that was a very Full Metal Alchemist moment for me. It's like, oh, he's putting on his automail. Oh, no, wait. It's future automail. It's just his leg. He needs that to walk. <laughs> just, yeah, he just needs a leg to walk, okay? I wonder if his leg has superpowers. Guys. Well, if it did, then it would take off without him. He can't. He stabbed it. He yeah. stabbed himself in the leg that two weeks ago. He's got a rocket foot. He's got a rocket foot, and he can just launch it, and it's like a grappling hook. But then he gets pulled up by the foot. That would just be so dumb. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Don't do that, Jage. Someone make a comic, though. That would be great. (laughs) You know better, J.H. Wyman. Don't do the rocket foot. Make a spinoff for a different network. You can't afford this. Yes. You you can't afford... You're right. We spent the whole episode in the the stairwell. We can't afford the rocket foot. Oh, okay. I just want to quickly talk to the folks at home about iTunes before we continue. Folks, thank you so much uh, for reaching out on iTunes, on YouTube, on the Twitter. Uh, We love having a conversation with our fans. It's true. I call it the Twitter uh, because it's cleaner. Uh, I don't care what Justin Timberlake and the social network says. I like the Twitter or the Facebook. The Facebook and the Twitter. The iTunes. and uh, we do this show for free. We do not get paid. Uh, it is a free program. And AfterBuzz TV puts out 60-plus free programs a week. It's a hell of a lot of free content. We do it for you because we know you love TV and you want to talk about it. So how can you help us help you help us help you help us help you? <laughs> Here's how. Go to iTunes. Slap us with a five-star rating. It helps our bosses know uh, how well we're doing here at the Almost Human After Show. It helps keep the show searchable so we can kick Absolutely. the butt out of all the other Almost Human podcasts. Because nobody cares about Miley Cyrus, so no. let's get her out of there. Yeah, Miley mm. Cyrus's Almost Human podcast is way too popular, so we need to <laughs> Are you kidding? Her. She has an Almost Human podcast? I am kidding. I'm oh, totally thank kidding. God. Yeah. No, I, I mean, granted, I would listen to it once <laughs> just to see it. Uh, and I just want to give a quick shout-out because this is easily... I, I I do a lot of shows here, and this is easily the nicest thing anyone's ever written. It was our first review of the Almost Human After Show uh, by his face, though. And I don't know if that's about me. Uh, is it wrong that I get as excited about a new show as hearing that Matt is doing an after show? Love your energy. Thank you, his face, though. Your face, though, is even better. Oh, my God. We love you. Five-star rating for us. Yes. Uh, So reach out on the iTunes, on the YouTube. If you don't have either of these wonderful services, uh, you can reach out via email. Let our bosses know how we're doing. Info at AfterBuzzTV.com. Maybe subject line, almost human, but definitely great. (laughs) Not bad. Maybe something else. Uh, I think I'm going to use that, actually. Yeah. Phil, this one's coming to you. Yes. Almost human, but definitely great. So okay. I actually would like to read a viewer comment as well, then, yes. since we're talking about the iTunes. Please do. Somebody said that they th- wondered, what if Kenix was killed in a raid and is actually an android? But then if he was an android, why would he have a fake android leg? Th- that's like, 
I, I'm just I, stirring the pot. I know. It's just that's uh, like, and we were talking about that last week. We were talking about like, what if he's an android or like something like that? But I feel like that's too big of a leap because then there's a massive conspiracy, a massive conspiracy. Like, unless he's an experiment. Save it for season two. Honestly, yeah. if it if it hadn't been for the leg, I think that was a really good theory. I right? agree. Yeah. yeah, the leg thing this but week. this theory doesn't have a leg to stand on. Uh, <laughs> no, no. No more of that. Um, but uh, honestly, I, I especially with his... Do we have to start a pun his... jar for this show? <laughs> no. That's okay. Yeah. But um, especially with his memory and not being able to fully remember. Um, so that would be very, very interesting if they did put his consciousness in an android body and he didn't know because he was in a coma for two years. That's true. So that... Mysterious circumstances. So that would have been really interesting, or maybe that's what makes Dorian special, is maybe he did used to be a person. Well, I know they have that soul idea, yeah. software, but, um, but maybe... Synthetic soul. Yeah, maybe that's just a ploy. Maybe that's what well, makes let's Dorian talk about this. Let's talk about this. We know that uh, the syndicate, no one really knows what they're about. They're criminals. They're acquiring all this advanced technology. They, the, Captain Maldonado is positive that they have a mole or moles inside the department. Um, so it's po- a, a, it is possible that there is a big conspiracy. And we don't know quite what their aim is, but um, I'm wondering if uh, Kenix's ex-girlfriend, who turned out to be a member of the syndicate, maybe she planted herself near him to find the perfect candidate for this uh, for this program of uh, of creating this new kind of android, it's entirely possible. Absolutely, yeah, it's really early on in the series, so it you know basically it could go in any direction. Yeah. All of those are vi- very viable theories, and <sighs> yeah. Well, it's, <sighs> it's interesting because you look at the technology that's getting introduced episode to episode. So in the second episode, we had uh, androids with human skin. Uh, where lifelike human skin, lifelike human skin, and real people's DNA. Which, if Kenex is an android, uh, he has the the skin the and yeah, and DNA of Kenex. He has uh, what would be fake blood with his DNA in it. Oh yeah, maybe he's an android, and the real Kenex is hooked up somewhere, right? And yeah, oh, and, and then he has to save himself, and then we have like a weird <laughs> second or third season where there's two Kenexes and he's in the Matrix, and he needs to unplug, and then or maybe it's like surrogates, off. yeah, yeah. Oh God. Well, no, I mean not not in that sort of way, but yeah, maybe the Syndicate has you know the real Kenex captured in like a yeah somewhere. Yeah, you know we don't we didn't get to see the end of that raid. He kind of passed out. Yeah, it was just kaboom and gone. And gone. And then two years later, he's just he's just awake. It's ready to um, rock. Yeah, so we have a lot of things we don't know. So we have that technology. And then this week, we have the face maker. So, you know, they may have just molded his face onto this new kind of android. The the only... Um, well, uh, there There's are a- still a lot of holes um, in this theory. But one of the... One- would be that the other synthetics would be able to recognize him. So if he was an android, yeah, then and it he would have to be with some... he doesn't have any special powers or special <laughs> That we know of. That we know of, yes. <laughs> and there's true. also the theory that if they're using this face recognition technology, that he indeed could be the mole in the police force. That was another comment yeah, somebody on, else said that, on yeah. the YouTube, yes. Um, it's entirely possible. Like, I'm just wondering, like... Do we really want the world's twistiest television narrative of all time 
on a Fox show. Like, <laughs> it's, I feel like that's dangerous. They've got to they gotta build it slow. Take take your time, J.H. Foundation Wyman. is the key to success. It's true. Well, I still feel like the, the mole is definitely... There might be multiple moles, but yeah. if... It, uh, I'm definitely sure that if there is a mole within the show and that that's the way we're going, it's somebody that we know. It's one of the main cast members that well, we Well, how crushing at. would it be if he hooks up with Agent Stahl and then she, or, or Detective Stahl, and then she's the, the mole, so he gets he gets played again. Played again. Well, I mean, you know, it can't be Detective Paul because we already hate him. So yeah, it can't, it's true. It's never the guy that you hate. It's always the guy that you love. Oh, uh, see, you, you're new to this show. On this show, I refuse to refer to him by his name. He <laughs> oh. is a douchebag comet detective. Oh. He's just that guy who you hate because he just is a dick. Who For like no drops, reason. drops douchey comments <laughs> because he is nothing better in life, and he just gets to go home and be like, "Yeah, I showed him." Yeah, <laughs> another done. job well done. Yeah, uh-huh. maybe, maybe it's the captain. It could be. Captain. It could be. This captain could be Maldonado. a conspiracy that goes up all no, the way to the and top. she's the one that wanted him back in so if he is being manipulated in some way maybe the Megan captain Salinas. is the one the other the comment strings. could be too i saw uh what if rudy is actually involved in some way if he's an android as well i feel like it's not rudy i like rudy he's quirky who he's... doesn't love mckenzie crook <laughs> i love mckenzie crook in anything he does um ever since the office and Parts of the Caribbean, and next week apparently it looks like he's going to get a nice big episode, yes. which is Finally. great. And hopefully we'll clear up exactly who he is and what he does, because uh, it was left Other than relatively ambiguous. He's just the guy who builds stuff, I guess, for the department in a dusty old. He place. lives behind the bowling alley. <laughs> yeah, he's a secret lab. <laughs> well, when he when um. When John was initially going there in the first episode, I was like, okay, he's clearly in some shady back alley area like yeah. he was at the beginning. And then it's like, no, this guy works for the police department. I was like, really? Mm-hmm. How badly underfunded is this particular department that he has to work in this Bad. little shanty? Crime went up 400%. <laughs> Were you paying attention? They don't have any more MX units. They have to give them a DRN. <laughs> yeah. You know? They're out of resources. Shoot. And like so many MXs have been blown up so far. I mean, like it's... It's bad news in that department. I was going to say, I wonder how much money literally went out the window when he pushed that MX out of the car. At least $300,000. Uh. I mean, an Android is an expensive piece of equipment. I want to talk very quickly about the uh, scene where Dorian has been hit by a ricochet right. and uh, Kenix has to repair him. And he grabs <laughs> this like bloody cube tip out of the and out of a trash gum. can, which... They still have Q-tips in 2048. Done. Yeah. They still have Q-tips and gum. The two have not changed one bit. They're both timeless. Yeah. Well, I would think by then we would have, like, Willy Wonka-style meal gum, you know? like (laughs) The the everlasting gobstopper. And something that sucks the wax out of my ear. Yeah, exactly. Some kind of, like, reusable metal suction-y thing. Or just, like, an earwax laser. Hey, if it's not broke, don't fix it. I Those guess. two things work. Well, we're running be. out of resources, <laughs> and that takes up cotton and wood pulp. Okay, those Absolutely. are going to be in short supply in 35 years. Shoot. I mean, all right. But anyway. <laughs> back to task. Back to... Bringing it back around. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. Yeah, I will go off topic if you let me. And I'm running the show, so... And pull the reins. Pull the reins. Pull the reins, please. So... 
uh, he's reaching inside Dorian's head. Dorian's like, is that clean? And he knows it's not because he <laughs> can not. scan it. And uh, he does it anyway. He's like, all right, I need you to cut the magenta tendon. His whole head is magenta. Yeah, it's, whole, it's, it's all shades. It's 50 shades of purple in there. Lavender. And I'm like, nice joke, Did Wyman. I, yeah. Uh, it's lavender. It's magenta. It's mauve. It's taupe. It's all over the place. <laughs> And uh, he he cuts the wrong thing, and Dorian basically dies for a hot second. Um, and he's like, "Oh crap!" So he takes. I his, killed my partner. So somehow he takes his gum, and I guess he it's re- a gum from under the table or from the trash can because he, he chews it because yeah. he's doing the face where he's putting uh, it in his mouth. Yeah, ABC gum, and he just sticks it in Dorian's head, and it fixes him, kind of. I guess yeah, science. Right. Can I just tell you that I actually wrote down ABC gum in my notes? <laughs> of course you did, because you're, you're diligent, you're you're a good team member, and uh, you came to win. ABC gum, all a- the way. Yeah. ABC gum. Always be closing gum. Ugh. Yes. <laughs> Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. It's a great movie. <laughs> Alcohol. Yes. Anyway, okay. gum on the head. Gum on the head. Closing it down. Yes. Uh, Dorian, he loses his ability to walk until the gum suddenly... Helps him walk again, I guess. And uh, he like he tells Kenix, you know, when they find out, okay, these guys are using this light bomb and they're going to blow up all the hostages, uh, that Dorian's going to get up there and, and stop this as soon as possible. Uh, and he climbs up the elevator shaft ropes uh, super fast. And he, he takes out several of these guys and he's so awesome doing it with his friggin' machine pistol. How cool. I know, I know. And so he's shot enough that he falls down. Uh, and Dewey Crow from Justified is standing over him and he's ready to pop him in the head when, uh, when Kenex shows up. Kenex in disguise. Bam! And so rad. And like, I don't know. I, is this show glorifying guns? I feel like it's brainy enough that it's justified in right. how awesome it makes guns look. Because their um, guns are cool, too. They're, like, futuristic, but they're still, like, efficient. And... Yeah. We, we like our future well, guns. Well, this is, this is still a cop show. Don't forget. Don't like, forget. you can't have a cop but show without other, guns. But there are other cop shows where they're not shooting people every week. But usually those are this ones that deal more with, like, the forensic teams. That's true. This is, you know, John... Um, John and Dorian, you know, they go and Dorian can scan the crime scene and have all the forensic information you need right there so we can get back to going he out and shooting He knew exactly people. how many bad guys there were based on the frequency of the face scramblers. Yeah. So. Well, no, they had to ask, uh, they had to ask. No, he, he said, he said, based on the frequency of this, I can say that this gives out, there are seven units in the building. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Uh, he did ask, but she didn't know. She's like, I think there's a few, but they've come in and out. Yeah. And so, also, he was probably trying to get her mind, you know, in towards a, a specific yeah. task oh, to help get her. How funny was it when he, when he turned into that uh, por- Portuguese woman <laughs> in the stairwell? He turned into the Portuguese woman. Yeah, very, very soothing. In Portuguese culture, it's 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 common that a woman's voice is more soothing than a man's. And then uh, he becomes Kenix to Kenix's <laughs> displeasure. Um I mean, if I was Dorian and I had all these powers, I would prank call people as Kenix all the time. Well, and he already made a dating profile for him. I don't know that he ever actually made one for him. I think he just was saying that just to needle him and get him. I actually thought that they were going to either set up something where he and Detective Stahl were going to be the ones that got matched up. I thought so too. On the date site. I, I know. It's just so early. They've got to throw a curveball in there. So. 
here's a question then, based on the curveball of this episode. What do you think the potential is or the need for the Palladium? Because the whole heist was about them stealing Palladium from the vault next door. I feel like it's just they're going to sell the Palladium because it's expensive. I mean, that's that's what I got from it. We don't know. Well, I did a little research on Palladium. Please enlighten us. the nerd in me. 46 element. Uh, it's used frequently in catalytic converters, which are good for converting harmful gases into less harmful gases. But could they also be used to reverse the process in creating more harmful gases? Because we saw back in the first couple episodes the... Uh, yeah, the, the Myclon Red. The Myclon Red. So is that something that could potentially lead back to the syndicate? Uh, also used in fuel cell production for electricity, heat, and water. Yeah. You know, so, I mean... Am it, I wrong, but was Palladium also used in the Avengers? I might just be pulling that out that's of my what, Yeah, that's what he used in his... Uh, his for the cell. Oh no! Yes, exactly. That's what is he. That's what he used in uh, power Iron cell. Man. Yeah, that's Iron Man power is. cell that was into the Avengers. I knew it was in yes. there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the power cells. It creates gotcha. energy, heat, yeah. and water. So, <laughs> well, that that could lead back to the. So I know I read that. And I thought that was an interesting potential thought that this could be something later down the road for the Micron Red. Mm-hmm. that we still don't know a whole lot about. That's true. Well, we, we have no proof that they were involved with the syndicate, but these guys were smart. They had this plan. They knew exactly how the police would react. You know, they, the one guy that they that they ID'd after they took off his face maker, he only had a few counts of armed robbery on his jacket. He didn't really have any of this master planning stuff. Gerald Layton was the bad guy's name. Yes, Gerald Layton. Or was that his face? No, afterwards he was Gerald Layton. Beforehand he was Lucas uh, something. Lucas something. Yes. Lucas something. The most dastardly member <laughs> of the wow. something something reformation group. <laughs> Yes, we are well researched here at AfterBuzz. <laughs> well, we watch the show Lucas and then we Vincent. come right in to to tape it. So. He's from the Holy Reclamation Army. Holy that Reclamation Army. That yes. was it. Um, who are apparently they're terrorists, but they try not to kill people. Um, unlike these guys with their light bombs and their wacky red dots, uh, which they shoot lasers through. Yeah, I thought that that start button. I thought it was going to be a button for something. The start thing. It's the easy button. Yeah, <laughs> start. <laughs> That was too easy, Fox. What do you think, then, the significance of the uh, fishing igniter thing that they were having him build, the fake one that they wanted? I don't think they ever intended... They never intended to use it. What, it. what it was to me, and this is, like, just from years of watching movies, you know, it's just, like, it's something to get... Th- to stall for time. Like, there's no way... The police are going to have their hands full trying to get this thing, debating whether or not they're even going to be able to do it. All of their focus is going to be on getting this thing and wondering why they need it. So they're thinking even less about why are these guys here. Yeah, and like they, they knew that the police have no authorization to actually obtain this piece of military yeah. hardware, um, this military weapon. And so, um, yeah, and she even said, you know I don't have authorization for that. And he's like, well, I guess you better talk to somebody who does. But then why didn't they give themselves more time? Because you saw at the end when the... When the alarms got set back on and the gates shut down just when they were finishing up, why didn't they say, you know what, bring it to me in an hour, an hour and a half? Well, then it starts to seem like their story isn't holding up. Yeah. Because then they're like, well, we have the thing that you asked for right now. You know, we're ready to negotiate. We're ready to rush this over to you. That could have taken an hour to build it. The longer that they spend time in there, the more time the police are able to think about why they're there. 
It's better, you know, you get in, you do it, you get out. 43 minutes. Because yeah. especially if you're holding people at gunpoint and you're like, give me this thing that, you know, and then immediately it's like, oh, here you go. And your intention was not actually what you asked for. You're like, oh, um, actually, could you give me something else? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm kind of hungry. Sure. Could you go get Listen, lunch? There's too many variables. The longer you keep those hostages, bathroom breaks, meals, you know, they could have an uprising. <laughs> they could. They could. Even with the future guns. You know what? Like, it's just, there are too many variables. When you got a hostage situation, you do it as quickly as possible. Get in, get out, get done, spend your money, live free, take off your face maker and let the breeze hit your face, <sighs> your real face, not nice. your made face. Uh. <laughs> okay, uh, I would like to go to predictions, please. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Megan. Yeah. Um, goodness. I, I don't know. I don't think... I didn't see the preview for next week's episode. Well, Do we have I will tell you. Rudy undercover. Rudy goes undercover, and he wants to wear a disguise. That's basically all we know. Uh, glasses. And, they yeah. find his glasses, so he gets kidnapped of sorts. Yeah, he gets kidnapped. Uh, we don't know who he's going to investigate, but it's someone who doesn't want to talk to cops and apparently not to androids either. So Rudy has to be sent undercover. Uh, maybe because of his expertise with androids, he can uh, identify something. <laughs> yeah. Something. Okay. That's all we know. We are great at our job. <laughs> they didn't well, give us anything to go on, so it's not really our fault. It's true. Fox, we need a little bit more, please. Well, yeah. then we're probably definitely going to get some backstory on Rudy. And um, since uh, John and Dorian are going to be sort of saddled to the sidelines, or my guess is that they're going to have to be like one step behind these guys who have Rudy, mm -hmm. they're either going to go sort of on an attempted fetch quest for him while he ends up saving, you know, getting himself out of the truck out of trouble at the end. Yeah. Like, they're going to show up, and he's like, oh, guys, thank you. I, I, I have a ride home now, but I, I took care of it. I doubt it. I think, <laughs> I think, I mean, it's kind of like, it's the issue, we also do the Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show. Yep. There's a character named Fitz I'm aware. on that show. I watch that show. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, it's kind of the Fitz dilemma, where uh, until Does recently, he, or he not? right, well, no, it's just he's, like, kind of bumbling and afraid, and, you know, now he's he's better, than he was at the start of the show, but Rudy, we'll see what he's made of, really, next episode. And I, I honestly think we're going to get, uh, hopefully, just some more backstory on him and, you know, a lot of comedy, and hopefully we'll have a better idea of what role he's going to play in the show going forward, and he's, just not, he's not just going to be the guy who builds stuff. I like that. that yeah, fits it would, the it fits would dilemma be nice. Is nice. Yeah. Uh, it would be nice to see him like as a character as opposed to just you perform this function and that's yeah. it. Yes, right. I uh, I'd like to see more about Rudy as well. I think we're gonna have a little bit more fun with John Kinnick's. Mm -hmm. I think we're gonna hopefully develop a little bit more with uh, Detective Stahl. Yeah, because we I know nothing so. about her other than she's pretty. And the syndicate is gonna be involved in the kidnapping. I think. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I'm hoping. For, I'm hoping for a syndicate, syndicate return with the next episode. Me too. Fantastic. Uh, Megan Salinas, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on the Agents of Shield after Buzz, and you can follow me on Twitter at the Manguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. And Ryan Hooks. Hey, you can find me at Ryan Hooks ninety two on Yahoo, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Snapchat, and I also do Revolution here at After Buzz TV on Wednesday nights. You give out your Snapchat? Dude, Snapchat me. I love getting Snapchats from people. Okay. 
All right, and you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also find me here on AfterBuzz TV on the Sons of Anarchy, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Sleepy Hollow, and what else? (laughs) I do a lot of shows here. Uh, Doctor Who? Doctor Who as well. We just did a couple episodes of that, and we're doing the Christmas special coming up in a month. Uh, and new shows get announced all the time, so stay tuned. Thanks stay for watching, tuned. everybody. Have a happy see you Thanksgiving. Next week. Happy we'll Thanksgiving. see you next week. Happy Thanksgiving. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.